Today on the program, nope, woke up, felt like shit, went to work, felt like shit. It's Children of Men. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I am your host, Nick. Woo. Joining me, as always, are the Michael Caine to my fart, Slos and Brandon. Oh, well, a little Zen music won't bother you then, will it? You know, when I see that scene, when he does that, I'm like, I wonder if they had some sort of good music in... in if like, they played something else? Yeah, something he, like, like completely. He's acting like he's playing a guitar and dancing a bit. Yeah. I don't know that he would do that to the industrial music that they used, so. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was thinking maybe it was some Clapton, like, ripping the fucking Could solo. Could have been, because, like, he's always got some classic rock playing. Michael Caine, get the get So, get Michael Caine. So, Michael Caine. Uh, Play so, some Eric Clapton. Could have been. Eric. Uh, Eric. So, Eric. I don't think, I don't think Clapton's Eric. a sir, is he? Uh, He's got to be. Is Eric Clapton knighted? Eric Clapton. I don't know that he is, man. He had some racist rants in the 70s. It might not have fucking knighted him because of that. No, really? It says not yet. Not yet. However, he has received two royal honors with a U. Well, yeah. I mean, British. Yeah. They're just throwing those U's around honors. like crazy. Honors. Yeah. It's an honor. If honored again, he would receive knighthood. Is that how it goes? You got to get three, three honors so. before you're knighted? Yep. I thought the queen just was like, Oh, right then, you're good enough. And she decided to. No, she doesn't like the blues. Because mm. it's black people music. Oh, it's American music. Yeah, oh, there you go. That's it. In 2004. Even worse. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh. It says yeah. here uh, in 2004, he achieved knighthood and was promoted to the commander of the most excellent order of the British Empire. The most excellent order. <laughs> or is, the CBE. Is this Ted? Is this, is this Br- Bill and Ted? <laughs> Wikipedia? <laughs> Eric Clapton, Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, all right. So he's part of the CBE? I, yeah. Most excellent, dude. Isn't that what the Beatles had? Or they had NBE? No doubt the best. I, some, Ever, I don't know. They had, they had something. They got a member war- of the British Empire. Yeah, or they something. got they got something, and then they gave the awards back because mm. they were Beatles, and they were like, "Fuck you, Queen. We all need yo." That's not. Uh, well, I'm we Paul McCartney. We don't need you. We don't need you thinking of awards. And Barry think, Gibb has been huh? given knighthood, but he's Australian. <laughs> they still are under the cap. Of, are they still uh, under? Are they under still? Queen they rule. haven't. They haven't. Revolutionized yet? Yeah, that's Brian May. Australia is their Sir Brian their May. prison yeah. country. They're yeah, I know it started that way. I just thought they became their own thing. I didn't realize. So he's like, I thank you, thank you, queen. thank you very much, queen. <laughs> Come put that thing, put, watch out for that saw. <laughs> don't don't stab me. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks down the street like that. <laughs> Goes into Starbucks. Alert! Oh wait, Venti. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Very good, man. We were just on it. Come on, don't act like now it went too long. All right. 
Hey, I wasn't asking. That was him. Uh-huh. They have no idea what oh, yeah, we're laughing yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you have no control over the voices in the computer. Or my head. <laughs> well, that explains quite a lot, actually. Uh, today, we are talking about Children of Men from 2006. That's right. Directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Cuaron. Cuaron. Also directed Gravity. You know where you see Sandra Bullock float around in space for I didn't two watch hours? that Gravity. No, no, no. That was around the same time uh, Interstellar came out. Came around. So, close to... Uh, yeah, the difference was Interstellar had a full cast and Gravity was mostly her like being stranded in space and trying to figure out how to get back to Earth. It's probably pretty good. Have you seen it? Oh, it's in the rewatch, buddy. Okay. Both, both of those are actually. Well, I guess I'll, I'll get to see it. <laughs> but like Interstellar is definitely going to be a uh, rewatch. Interstellar is awesome. I'll just let you I mean, that spoiler right alert yes. there. It's fucking yeah. fantastic. Uh, Gravity, it's weird. I, this is where I learned that Sandra Bullock's sounds of being stranded in space and panicking sounds remarkably orgasmic. I could just yeah. really imagine that her screaming in that movie is a lot like when she's getting D'd down good. Yeah. <laughs> when she's is getting right? some of that Kurt Russell D from fucking Bone Tomahawk that cures the <laughs> flu. <laughs> So she's got some really, really great uh, leg shots in that movie. Actually. She does. Yeah. She has a lot. Uh, <laughs> oh, gravity. I got to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, he'll get yeah. you. He'll get you. Oh, he'll get you in the mood. And then you get Sandra Bullock orgasming. Every once in a while, George Clooney shows up and goes, I'm handsome. Here's a quip. And then he and leaves then get- the movie. And then you get Michael Caine. Oh, the fart. As, uh, well, but in <laughs> character from the guru from Miss Congeniality. Also, oh, right. Boy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh All right. God, so, anyway. I haven't seen a walk that bad since Jurassic Park. <laughs> she fucking like, has to strut out and fall. I'm gliding. Uh, all right. So, Alfonso also directed Paris Jatem, which I haven't seen, but I, I've heard a bunch of. Like, I, I've heard a lot, I guess. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Is that the porn remake? Yeah. Oh. Azkaban. Uh, Ito Mama Tambien. Ito Mama Tambien. Which is a, a, a is mama okay? about two guys that run off with a girl and just have crazy threesomes a bunch. And apparently it's, I, I've never seen it, but I guess it's like a super hot and spicy sex film. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so anyway, he's uh, he's got quite a random spread of movies he's directed. Uh, written by Alfonso, but also four other people. And I just was like, that's, I don't care. I'm not going to dig into these other four fucking writers. Uh, it also went through a lot of rewrites. So I feel that the four people that are credited. Oh, is Sly in this movie? You're right. He likes to have uncredited rewrites, though. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, I just wanted to uh, say, uh, good. yeah, we need to make sure you caught someone a fascist pig like five times. In this movie. Make sure that <laughs> that was his contribution. <laughs> hey. Um, Contribution. So I was like, it might not even be the ones that ended up getting credited might not have really written it. They just like changed a sentence or the last person to change something. So they ended up. Yeah. Getting credit you you and, change a word and they were like, I yeah. want my credit, son of a bitch. I want co-writer. There was a whole lot of shit going on. I decided not to dig into the writing too much of it, but it's based on a novel by P.D. James. So at least there is source material. So do you think that should be the writer? Is the person who wrote the fucking yeah? But book? the novels always different than the screenplay because you have to write them differently. The novels are a whole lot of in that person's head or what they're feeling and what's going on. You can't right. just you have to rewrite that for movies. So that's but they should they I hopefully at least everyone I've seen you get based on the novel by or char- yeah. characters created by or they at least do get a credit in there. Okay, 
So that's good. Um, biggest difference between the book and the movie I was reading uh, in the the movie, the women are infertile. Women cannot get pregnant. Okay. But in the book, the men just produce no sperm. They're all oh. sterile. Ooh. So they just flipped that that's on. an interesting and, change. Yeah. And I don't know why. Because cause the director's a dude and you just can't handle the thought of all, every man on the planet shooting yeah, blanks. that or, I mean, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. But it, it definitely, there could be sperm. There's lots of sperm already saved up, you know, all over the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, We could, there's sperm banks. They could still be doing the turkey baster method. At least this way, kids. even if there is a working model of men, like women are like the, the main product of, the, of the pregnancy. The seed ain't taken. Right. So it's just, it's literally You're, infertile. Yeah. You can't preheat that oven. It's not cooking. It's just bad soil. But you haven't read the book though, right? No, I have because not. Because I'm just curious how it turns out in the end. Right. Like, okay. I, no, I have, have not read it. to the list. I, have, I would be curious to. Probably ends like a book like this. Probably ends like, I'm sure it does end like a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Weird like how this, they do that. Yeah. Um. I mean, they do, they fucking, they fuck up endings like, the worst one ever was I Am Legend. Well, they fucked that. It's like one of the greatest books I've ever read, and they turned it into that piece of shit movie. But then also the ending of the movie is just like one big... They all, like they find paradise, and it's super green and happy, and it's just the greenest, happiest shit ever taken because they fucking shit all over the actual ending of that story. Well, this, this movie's a lot like uh, like Waterworld, in a, in a sense. Like Waterworld? Yeah, think about it. That There's this dystopian... Like uh-huh. future, where they're trying to search for the human, the human project, or you know, dry land, the humane project. Yeah, instead of dry land, and Dennis Hopper's running around for some reason. And then at some point, they don't like people don't think it exists or whatever. Most people don't think it exists, and no one has ever seen it. But mm-hmm. we're determined to find it. And then they have uh, basically the the woman with the pregnancy mm-hmm. with is a little girl as well, just like in yeah, just like in Waterworld. There you go. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Uh, what came out first? When did Waterworld come out? 90. That was in the 90s, right? So, definitely, so this is definitely 94. like, this is like doffing the cap to Waterworld or blatantly ripping it off then you're saying? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, Waterworld's great. I, you know. I, I don't know. We don't Maybe like all the same th- movies, so that's, a, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, well. I didn't like it. It's too bad. Is it not in the rewatch? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I've been talking shit on that movie since... Old school emergency cool, exit a, days. It's a cool movie. I didn't like it. I think I talked shit on that when we interviewed fucking Richard Carrier. Really? Oh, you should go. We're talking about, going way back. We're talking about G, like episode 20 or something. And I was, we were talking about Jesus, and I was making fun of Water, Waterworld back then. Oh, were you? I think I've got a long history of hatred of that film. Well, as long as you're being consistent. I mean, that's it. I got to. Stick to my guns. Consistent is the key. Consistent. That's right. Consistency is key. Consistent key. Consistent key. I like that. I like that. Well done. Thank you. You heard it here first. <laughs> I've been trying to make that a thing, everybody. Get into it. That's right. Cons- hashtag consistent key. Yeah. Manny, what, we'll know when he watches this episode, because he, he likes to live tweet his listening back at us <laughs> on Twitter. So he'll definitely hashtag consistent key. Excellent. My man. My man. Uh, all right. So... As I was starting to tell you guys, I bought this thinking it was a different Clive Owen movie, right? There's a Clive Excuse Owen me. movie where they just run around and everybody's got all the guns in the world. Like the whole, it's just one giant two hour long shootout of nonstop shooting and, and craziness. 
And so I saw this, and I don't know why I thought Children of Men was that movie, but that movie's called Shoot 'Em Up. <laughs> yes. Uh, not even close. Not even close title-wise, but that title totally makes sense. And why I thought Children of Men would be a movie about people doing nonstop shooting, I don't know. But I bought this completely under false pretenses, I guess, and then watched it and was like, wow, holy shit, I was not prepared for this fucking movie. Um, and so I guess it's even funnier that at no point does Theo or Clive Owen ever even touch a gun in this one. When An the arm. movie that I bought it thinking it was, it was like literally nonstop bullet spray. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> funny. Um, after watching, have, I haven't seen both of them. This one is the far superior film and Shoot Them Up has still not made it into the rewatch at all. So, And the name of this movie, Children of Men, doesn't sound like, it's going to be a cool, good movie. No, like children of men. You're like, this is what little little women or something. It sounds like it's yeah. Like, okay, so there's the little women about the was that prairie or is that even further like, back? Is that I, like I think it's like prairie times. Yeah, isn't it prairie like frontier land? Frontier and and the women in frontier. Okay, so this would be the men of that time, like learning how to work the fields. The and, children of men, where they're they're out there wrangling buffalo. That's right, plowing the garden, threshing wheat and. Threshing Wheaton and, and who knows, falling on axes. Playing, playing hoop stick or what was that fucking thing where you had the... Yeah, you slapped the... You slapped that the hoop, hoop you just hit with it with a stick, stick and see how far you could go before it fell over. Yeah, those were good times. I mean, pure times. You didn't have, we didn't have all these damn screens taking away our kids' attention. Got this five-year-old that just can't sit fucking still and wants to watch fucking TV all the time and doesn't want to... Play by himself. Give him a hoop and a stick and see how that goes. I, I should. It, it's, <laughs> it sounds like it's something that's been around forever. You see? And it worked. If it was good enough for our great, 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 great grandfathers, by God. That's right. Good enough for us. Yeah, I think you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm into this idea. Uh, all right. So to the movie. We open. Oh, we're doing a movie podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we open to harken back to the old days of this own podcast with the Universal logo. Very quiet one. Yeah, and only one. They don't they don't go through their whole history of different Universal logos. It's a very serious and solemn and that one, uh, logo. That one guy's very proud. Show their pride still. Because I wonder if he stood up and put his hand over his heart because that's right, Universal logo. Just a Making nice me little, proud. take a good look at it. Probably took his cap off. Brought it down to his heart. Yeah. Closed his eyes for a moment. Wiped away that single tear and then sat back down to start the movie. Before taking a nice long breath. And then it's out through his mouth. Just so beautiful. And he got ready for this movie. Yeah. All right. So uh, we get an opening scroll, right? That's right. Day 1000 of the Siege of Seattle. Uh, the Muslim community demands an end to the army's occupation of mosques. Mm -hmm. Seems fair. Yeah, yeah. Keep sure your does. military out of our religious buildings. Yeah. You wouldn't want it in your fucking Catholic churches, would you? Doesn't seem like an unreasonable. Yeah. We're, we're, all we're saying is get the fuck out, man. Um, the Homeland Security Bill is ratified. Fuck you, Bush. Uh, after eight years, British borders will remain closed. I know not, it's Britain, different Homeland Security, but yeah. Uh, so borders are closed. The deportation of illegal immigrants will continue. Good morning. This is our lead story. Good morning. So it was a news report, not a scroll. Channel 5 action Because he's news. like going into a, a coffee shop, right? Yeah. He's going in to get a cup of coffee. So there's the Everyone's the, the watching TV about this the, very the, important news. The world is stunned by the death of Diego Ricardo, the youngest person on the planet. 
He was stabbed outside of a bar in Buenos Aires. For refusing to sign an autograph. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The youngest. Oh, really? Was that it? Yeah, that's what they said. So you're just like, okay, we're two minutes into this movie. Wait, the youngest person on earth was stabbed outside of a bar? Huh. Just yeah. that alone, you're you, like, what? Yeah, yeah the youngest person on earth is usually like a second old, because then another person's born, and then another person's born, right? We're and just you're like pumping them out. Yeah, well, I mean, humans. Hey, hey man. Humans. Hey, mans, humans. We, we just can't stop. Like Agent Smith said, we're a virus. Whoa, man. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> man. Um, so, yeah, you're just kind of like... Da, 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 da. Soul man? Okay. All right. So, yeah, he, not only did he refuse the autograph, but he spat in the dude's face. Oh. So he got stabbed to death. Uh, he was the last person born in 2009, and he died in 2027. So this movie takes place in 2027. Uh, the crowd is staring at the TV. Clive Owen, who plays Theo, just doesn't, he doesn't seem to give a fuck at all. He, like, pays for his coffee and is, like, trying to push back through the crowd. People staring at the TV. We get a little timestamp at the bottom. London, the 16th of November, 2027. So he stops real quick to Irish up his coffee. Oh, yeah, right there on the, uh, right. the newspaper dispenser. Yeah, yeah, they right. still have those things? I guess so. <laughs> uh, yes, all of a sudden, explosion rings out. And then I love that you hear that ringing. This ring goes it's, on for a long it time. It does, and that's important. It's a great detail because later when we meet Julianne Moore, she talks about it. And that's awesome. They they do that a few times. Are you got, are your ears ringing? I I mean my ears ring so much I never know if it's my own ears or the movies or whatever I'm listening to. Or your tinnitus. Yeah, right. Uh, so then we get our title card, and that's the opening of the movie. Pretty fucked Isn't up. Isn't that crazy? Right off the bat, man. I was like, oh shit! All right, I'm in. <laughs> what is I'm going in. on? And here? it's still ringing. It's still back there. It's still, it's still back like there. Subtly in the soundtrack, yeah. So he gets to work. He's got a cubicle job. Everybody's just crying, right? And he just doesn't give a shit at all. Um, so now the mantle of the world's youngest person has passed to a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Theo goes in and talks to his boss. He's like, oh, I guess, uh, guess I was more affected by Diego than I thought. I'd appreciate if I could work from home. And I'm like, my man, <laughs> any excuse you can come up with, just, yep, I don't need to come to work today. Didn't want to be around a bunch of people just, fucking just, crying and shit. I got shit to do. I drink my pocket scotch, which is the theme of the movie. Him yeah. and this bottle of scotch he's always got in his pocket. Which leads you to wonder. He he refills it. You it wonder does. if it's just the same bottle and just a rotating oh, God, whatever, of he whatever he can get. His, it's probably not even all scotch. It's just whatever oh. kind of brown liquor he can put in there. Oh, yeah. It's like... Like the the fucking buckets of, like, swills or... You, like, I, you pour all these different liquors in or... I don't know if you were ever desperate enough, like the morning after a party where the half drink beers and whatever, you just nope. pour it all into one thing nope. and make a big God, no. suicide drink of liquor. No. Jesus. No. I mean, me neither. <laughs> uh, so it, <laughs> anyway, uh, he, 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 the boss goes for it. He gets to go home and the TV on the train is like very doomsday esque. Like the whole world is shut down Everything is fucked except Britain. Britain soldiers on. Like, okay, that's some serious propaganda TV. But uh, I like the uh, the news network name was BCC. Was it instead of BBC or CNN or like whatever? It was just like an amalgamation of all of them. (laughs) In BCC, BCC British. I don't. What did it stand for? I don't. I don't think it. Britain's coolest. 
Corporation. No, well, wouldn't they throw a U in there somewhere though? It's a blind, blind carbon copy. Uh, blind carbon. Blind copy. carbon copy could yeah. be. Um, people are, like throwing shit at the train as it goes by. There are armed guards on the platforms. Uh, just a just a bad time. Uh, he walks out, gets off the train, like walks out. We meet Jasper. It was where we meet Sir Michael Caine. Or you mean fucking and the English dude? The English dude, yes, Michael Caine in this movie. Holy shit! Uh, he says he says that he based this character on John Lennon. So he's, okay. he's sure, being sure. his best long-haired hippie freak, right? Got the round glasses. And uh, yeah, definitely, definitely very dude-esque. I think the first time in his long, distinguished career. He, he has had a long, distinguished career, but he plays a character who not only farts on screen, but also smokes pot. So if you've ever needed to see that out of a man who has been knighted, <laughs> this is your movie. Cough, uh, cough, go on. Yeah, uh, they're talking on the drive, right? And he th- he thinks it was a government, government that mm-hmm, killed mm-hmm. old Diego. And they just like are driving by. There's burning piles of rubble and shit. Like it's just those were like cows. I think it was. Yeah, I think they were like bodies you could of see cows, bodies of cows on fire. Yeah, yeah, just pile burning. And then, uh, so they they uh, he says losing you and baby Diego on the same day would be too hard to bear. Like he couldn't let, he's worried about losing Theo. Something. He uh, I don't know why. He would, yeah. Which? What's his relationship to? I think Jack, they're just old, they're just old buddies. Old buddies, okay. I guess. Maybe he's a mentor of some sort because he's he, he kind of he's a that, generation older for yeah. sure. So there's probably something in there. Because I don't think we ever even find out what Theo does. I mean, he has a cubicle job, but you don't ever find out what the company is, what they do, what his part in it is. Because uh, that was it. He goes yeah. into work to say, I've got to work from home. And then it never comes up no again, mention ever. Of it. And then no mention of his experience. You'd think that he's like right. a former special agent or whatever. See, I don't think it even matters about any of that because of like, it's been now been 18 years and no children have been made. And he's like probably sitting to that realization that who gives a shit? Like that isn't, this is this world is officially done. Like, it's just, well, we're just why even try to down, live? We're just counting around years until humans are extinct. He's just now. so docile now. And yeah, nothing to way, do but drink your pocket scotch. Yeah, in a way, and, I, and that's weird because <sighs> that's right. later on in the movie, we see when he interacts with his brother. His brother's you know lives this really lavish life. I think it was Lots cousin, but was, oh, was it? His I think cousin? it was cousin. Yeah. Okay, um, but still, yeah. But and when he asked him, he's like, "All oh, this shit's not going to matter." And 80 years when, you know, the last person dies off, he's like, why do you put up, why do you do it? And he's like, well, why not? Like, yeah. exactly. So like, they both kind of look at it the same way, but, but just, have different ways of dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. If nothing matters, you just give up and say, fuck it and drink. Or do you say, well, I'm going to live as lavishly as I can for as long as I can. Yeah. I know what Michael King would say. And. <laughs> my finger quick quick oh just man oh fuck i love that they're listening to hush by deep purple which is one of the coolest fucking songs ever i love it that's not debatable (laughs) (laughs) that organ i love it it is the the opening of that with the fucking cool organ shit yeah hush hush Thought I heard call my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, 
Theo's like baby Diego was a, baby Diego was a wanker and just like, but he was the youngest wanker on earth. <laughs> this is very important. Uh, so yeah. They they clear a bunch of like plant or brush piled up little branches and shit out of the way and go down this hidden road, right? Now we're at Jasper's house. He has all these clippings and pictures up. Um sort of memories, I guess. Just of like just, a past war, civil war, something yeah, that things. we later find or at least what I got from that that's his wife. She she was the, because there's a few articles that talk about like a, a journalist had been kidnapped and like tortured for, I don't know, I, 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 it was a while. And I, I think it wanted us to believe that that was her. Maybe. I know, but one of the pictures is Clive Owen with Julianne Moore, who we haven't met yet, but we will. Mm-hmm. And obviously they talk often about the history the two of them have. Yeah. So I think it's just like the resistance and stuff yeah. about the resistance and yeah. how they're all. Well, no, yeah. His, his wife, it's a, yeah, right here, denying. Uh, MI5 denies involvement in torture of photojournalists, and that's her. That's so the wife? She was the one that was tortured. And is that why she's basically a, she's in a vegetable state? Sort of, This yeah. whole movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I would due to the that, torture, yeah. probably. I, that would yeah, make sense. That, they don't, that's what I got from They it. don't say, but that, I can see that, yeah. we don't know why women are infertile. We never find out no. why or anything, and I don't think it's important. Like for no, the that was one well, thing. Even in the movie, they made, like, they're like, they even say they don't know why. They thought maybe it was environmental. They, they can't find why. Yeah. So and, uh, it's even unknown to them. It was one thing the director said was he feels like it's not important to the story and he always hated when movies like either throw in some cheesy line or do something because they feel they have to explain everything. It's like, no, I am I care about what these characters are doing in this world. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know every little thing about why the world is the way it is. Just tell me what the world is. And the world you've on. created, and let's watch what happens in it. Yeah, you know? it's a movie suspension. Of exactly. Yeah. So I like that, too, and he's you kept know. it that way because like, you get it. Like women are infertile in this world. And you're got like, it. Okay, got that's it. All you let's need has been for 18 years. <laughs> oh, it, that's fucked. Okay. All right, let's go. Yeah, and so that's it. what we do. Uh, so they're sitting there. They spark up a J in the words of the dude, <laughs> and uh, Jasper tells this shitty joke about. Oh yeah. Uh, well, he tries to set it up. Hey, you know about the uh, human project, right? And it's like, oh, that lock of crazy bastards, blah, 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 blah. And goes on, like, just on a rent, just vents yeah, about him. And he's I, like, I was just trying to tell a joke. It was, <laughs> no, because he says something about, like, they're all sitting around trying to figure out why women are infertile. And then, for why there no more babies are being born. Where did all the babies go? And what's wrong with the babies? And one of them turns around and goes, man, have you guys tried the stork? It's really good. Oh, yeah, that's right. He leads it. Someone in, was well, like, that's the joke Michael came with. Yeah, yeah. Someone's eating the stork, and that's why there are no more babies. <laughs> and that's his joke. Yep, pretty much. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, is this where we get the strawberry cough, or is that next visit? Yeah, this is where we get... Uh, strawberry cough is right, right now. Yeah. It's right now where he, he smokes, and nothing happens until he says, now you cough. So you make yourself cough. 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 <coughs> he forces the first, then the rest come. You taste it? Strawberries. This is strawberry cough. This is strawberry cough. <laughs> so, human right. project is having okay. this dinner. Yeah, there's, and then there's and then the joke there's we already the talked about. So the next morning, uh, Theo's like walking along the street. 
It's like fucking end of days, man. There are people in cages on the street. There are cops out there with dogs that are trying to attack him. Excuse me, they're migrant facilities. And, uh, but they're out on the street, though. Like, that's not like the building where they're caged inside of. Like, it's just right out there on the no, sidewalk. This is, this is blatant, like, human disregard of life. Absolutely. Human life. This is Completely. absolutely what happens. Yeah. And what happens when you get to a point where there is no more future, you know, and this is what yeah. humans devolve to. You would think, though, that you would... St- care less about borders and more about humanity when it's on its way out the door anyway. I would think. Uh, I think they're, they're, I mean, their thinking is that they're going to come in and get uh, take away our uh, whatever resources we have left because we have so much of them. Yeah, but I mean. then there'll be nothing. There'll be too many people concentrated in one area. And is is Britain still quicker. a big Christian nation? Because whole Christian mentality is supposed to be if you have something, you build a bigger table, not a higher wall. Like, mm. You right. help yeah. the fellow man. You don't block out the fellow man. Well, I yeah. think well, when you get to this kind of uh, apocal- uh, apocalypse kind of situation, and not that we've been in one, but I would assume once <laughs> well, it, there it's was all that, ma- there was that everyone, week. everyone has that mentality. It's it, the community mentality goes away, and it, it's all it's back that's true. That, that, that survival, like survival, my mode. bunker, my family, my dried food, and my beans. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think a part of that. I mean, that's absolutely correct. What Los was saying, but I think also. Maybe the individual might, you know, okay, yes, let's help everybody else and try and get through this, but it's it's the group mindset that then like overwhelms everything and people get into a panic. It's just weird. It's a weird detail to put in, and it's a big part of them. I get, well, it sets the mood for the severity of the situation of how true. dire because it, it could and still be portrayed as uh yeah, people are coming together trying to save, but he wants to paint it in a in a way that's right. And so far, we haven't apart. really touched on anything other than in the background, like we're in there in the car and pulling each other's fingers. A bus of immigrants go by, and he goes, "Ah, well." They survived all the atrocities to get here, and now we're sending them back. And now, now he's just walking down the street with his coffee and going by it in the background. You know, like it's just such a part of everyday life now. And, and the director's painting it that way mm-hmm. instead of like having a whole lot of dialogue about it. It's just there. You're just seeing it, and you're in it already. That's why I like the significance of the scenes of like the burning cows and burning crops or whatever. Just it's there in the background to give you more detail without having a a forty fifty second yeah, dialogue about painting it. it all out for you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, and it's super effective because we're already trying to break it down and it's never even officially been brought up, you know? Yeah, and in some of the shots where there's like a long, like you can see way off in the distance on the horizon, there's a lot of smoke, fire, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always something going Mm -hmm. on in the background and it's never good. (laughs) Um, So yeah, people, the dogs are attacking him and he's like, he's trying to have his coffee. He's probably Irished it up or Scotched it up, I guess, at this point. Had to. Um, when these people come out of a van and grab them, yep. right? The they old bag over the head thrown in a van thing. When I saw this happen, I'm like, man, that's pretty good. Like the, the van was probably waiting there. Yep. Can see the, see them going. And as soon as they move, they know to just start going. Cause they have to pull right up and it's yeah. this perfect time. Like, and they get there, get in fucking boom. They're out. The yeah, timing he, walks, great. he walks right by the guys. Cause the two of them are at the newsstand. That's and right. if you look like I caught the van. It is in the scene. As soon, is it like, in the it background? Starts moving. Yeah. It caught my eye. It comes like down the little hill and makes, a, I think it was like a right turn coming from like a parking garage or something like that. But yeah, they had staked it out just right. Nice. Nice. Well, you know, they're, they are a pretty tight unit. It seemed like they were. And uh, so we got, then we get, when they rip the bag off his head, they're in this tight little room, walls completely covered by newspaper clippings, <laughs> right? 
very terrorist vibe, very much like a decapitation video, ransom video type of terrorist vibe here. Um, and so now we meet Julian, who is Julie Ann Moore. And funnily enough, when we first see her, one of the newspapers next to her head says Moore. So it's weird. Her character's Julian Moore's right there. <laughs> yeah, I did notice uh, that that was her name. I'm like, okay, well. She didn't have to stretch too much for yeah. this. Uh, so welcome back to the show, Julianne Moore. I, I don't care what she does or how old she gets. Biggest, Just the biggest crush on her. Do you like sex? I do, Julianne. <laughs> I do. Um, I, I mean, yeah, do. just imagine if you go to her place and she comes swinging on a rope completely naked, throwing paint like in that... Like in Lebowski, I, I'm all about coitus all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? I'll be your canvas. I'll forget all about that rug. <laughs> Think about your rug. You mean coitus? Munching a rug. <laughs> that that <laughs> munching rug really tied the yeah. room together. <laughs> <laughs> but Zynga. So she apologizes for the theatrics, but the police have been a real pain in the ass lately. <laughs> you don't fucking say. Anyway, how have you been? And she just gets all like cash with it. He's like, are you fucking, are you crazy woman? I'm tied to a chair. You kidnapped me. The fuck? What the fuck? You the crazy f- woman? Um, so then they turn the lights on and then all of a sudden it looks like the, the newspaper clippings are over windows. Yeah. Because there's kind of light coming from behind. It's a them. cool shift of like the environment that yeah, thought he like was it, in. It goes from like this foreboding thing to like a hideout. Mm-hmm. instead. Yeah, uh, it is cool. And then, um, so they're talking about equal rights and bombings. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, there was a bombing at this coffee shop. My ears are still ringing from that, uh, as we talked about in interview. And so it, then it also sounds like they tweaked the sound because when you're kind of in his perspective, other people's voices kind of have a slight ting to them. Like they altered their voices just a little bit. Okay. So when you're like from Julianne Moore's perspective, it's fine. But when you're hearing from Theo's perspective, like everybody's voice even sounds a bit different. I'm like, they really... Put a lot of fucking thought cool. into the details of this. I, yeah, sweet. I didn't notice that. Um, so either that or it was just my own ears. I don't know. May but have been your own. It it was different depending on kind of who whose perspective you were watching from or who you were kind of. I didn't think who, that they were looking from any perspective. I thought this I mean, was it, always it a. It was like when it was her talking spectator. When it was her talking to him, or like when they were talking at her, and you were kind of like on her side of the conversation, you didn't hear it. But when you were like in the chair with Theo. Uh, I noticed like voices were even a little distorted. Well, that's what it's going to sound like when you're in the bathroom and you're watching it on your phone while you're jacking it to Julianne Moore. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that's bit, also true. It's a bit tinny in the bathroom <laughs> it's there. It's a bit tinny. There was this weird echo. <laughs> um, and you closed your ears every time you heard him. He's like, oh, you're going to no, ruin no, this no, for no. me. No. All right, back to her. Shut <laughs> up, Clive. <laughs> Quit showing Clive Owen, God damn it. it. Just like sits on his face for a little bit. And you're like about to finish. I mean, you're like, what the fuck do I do? He's like, the, he's the he's the big, you know, the main character in the movie. So it cuts to him quite a lot. I'm like, I got the weirdest boner right now. I don't know what to do about this. And Clive Owen, I don't think I've seen him before, but he looks like sort of like a like Ryan Gosling a bit, or he, with like Steve Carell mixed in he's there. He's a bit. I mean, he looks kind of like a tough guy, but a lumpy one. Like he's not super fit. Like he used to be a tough guy. Yeah, like maybe he grew up and did wrestling or boxing or something, and just hasn't kept up with mm-hmm. it. Like. He's kind of schlubby, but still tough. He was in one of the Bourne movies. He had, like, I think the the super epic apartment fight with the pen through the hand and broke out <laughs> onto the balcony and went fucking nuts. I don't remember which Bourne movie that was, but he was one of the Bourne adversaries. Um, Clive Owens had quite a bit of stuff. I don't know that he has much more on the rewatch, though. This might even be it. This might be his one and only. You know what? This makes me... 
pause the movie real quick, but uh, we need we need to hire someone. If you, listeners, if you want to be on the non-existent rewatch party payroll, I would like someone. We need to keep track of stats. Like I want to keep track of what actors, how many times, directors, how many times, uh, which of us have rewatched or would would rewatch or not rewatch. You know how we rate them. Yep. Like a Wikipedia, essentially, like keep track of our shit for us. Yeah. How many nut traumas there have been? How many cut pun- cunt punts? How many pencil punches or whatever? How like, many times guns are thrown? Yeah. that's That's been... Pretty- I mean, oh, that's going to... Once we get to John Wick, Jesus Christ. Hmm. Throwing them more than you're shooting them. Uh, so, yeah. Email us. TheRewatchPartyGmail.com if you want to be... Jobs at RewatchPartyGmail.com <laughs> yeah, right. If you want to keep track of these statistics for us, because... That's I would, a good idea, because I can also eventually take that. our soundboard we use here that is ever-growing yeah. and make it a, uh, you know, a file that people can download and yeah. have their... Have their own. Have their own rewatch fun. We took pride in our production Boy. company logos. <laughs> or like being so fucking ninja, dude. Or you so could have all the dude. nice Nick quotes and all of the all the greatest hits. Set them as your ringtone. Your oh, text you could message. your text notifications. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> for a, for a fee, we can uh, custom record a. We, we can could have Nick angry production. Oh company. my god, your I phone know. is ringing. Or something. <laughs> Turn that fucking thing off. Phone's god ringing, damn dude. it, Manny. <laughs> you can have you know or you can ah! have this or the, the ice cream truck in the background yeah <laughs> right anyway so so yeah we need we need someone on board to, to do that for us so email us um anyway so we leave the booth i'm coming out of the booth i'm coming out of the booth Everybody remember toll booth willie uh, uh, how much adam sandler uh it's uh that's a dollar 75 it sounds like that's a going rate right your your mother charged for the, uh, isn't that what your mother charges was, yeah, for a blowjob? Same, same thing. Your mother charges for a blowjob. Oh fuck you! I'm coming, I'm out, coming of out of the booth. booth. Like one of them's even his priest. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that's like, oh, that's how much. I think he yeah. priest was the one who said that's how much your mother charges for a blowjob. Anyway, told Booth Willie. So they coming out of the booth. They're coming out of the booth, which is a weird structure. Like it's just in the middle. It almost looks like it's at the end of a pier, and there's just a glass it's, booth. It seems like a ticket booth, like a toll booth, but it's like it comes out onto a runway with it has rails on each, so it's not like something you drive up to. It's got a roof on it though, too. Yeah, but it's not like solid wall because there's still it's glass like, walls. It's That's really, why I think it's like it looks really like a toll booth because it's glass walls, but it's enclosed completely. But it's not anything you drive through because it's a walkway up to it. It looks like a pier, so like maybe it was a, a ticket booth for a theme park or something. I, I don't know. Wonder Wharf. The Wonder Wharf. <laughs> what are you playing now? Sorry. Oh. Or, uh, it? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> We're not just going to play it all around. So, uh, I'm coming out of the booth. I'm coming in the booth. Oh. Julianne Moore's in there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, they, they come out of the toll booth, and she she wants him to get transit papers for this girl. And he's like, "What? why? Why me? What the fuck are you talking about? I Like, he hasn't been involved in politics for 20 years. He's totally out of the game. They used to be activists, but he's not anymore. And she's like, well, your cousin can do it. And you're the only person I can think of. And I'll pay you 5,000 pounds. I need papers. Uh, so he turns her down and she's like, oh, my mistake. Gives the signal and on comes the hood again because they're going to drag him off. And then she says something that gets a little too personal, Julianne Moore. You're, you're hitting a little too close to home here, and I don't like it. You know that ringing in your ears? That's the sound of your ear cells dying. That's their swan song. Once it's gone, you'll never hear that frequency again. Enjoy it. 
enjoy it. I was like, oh, you fucking bitch. My ears have been ringing steadily for that probably 20 years bitch. now. I've always had some kind of ring. And I wonder how high it used to be and how much lower the ringing is getting and how much I'm losing <laughs> in my hearing. I don't need this goddamn downer in my post-apocalyptic movie, Julianne Moore. That fucking bitch. Fucking bitch. She kidnapped herself, dude. You said it yourself. She kidnapped Clive Owen, dude. Fucking they kidnapped Clive Owen. <laughs> they dude. kidnapped Clive Owen, dude. So now we're back in the van and we got white guy dreads. I don't know what his name was, but he's white guy dreads. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty good shit. <laughs> huh? Probably in a reggae band. Oh, no, van. no, never mind. Yeah, white guy dreads. White guy dreads. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, yeah, we're going to be watching you, man. I don't care if you're going to work or you're going home, even when you're taking a piss, we're watching you. And he's like, yeah, okay. Okay. Whatever, dude. And then another one uh, is a, is an English actor who's Shuatel Ejiofor. Ejiofor. Uh, he was uh, in Brandon's favorite movies, the Marvel Universe's Doctor Strange. You love that movie, right? I do, man. I watch. You love all, all those time. Marvel movies. Wait, he was in Doctor Strange. He's in Doctor Strange. I just watched it the other day. Uh, I think he was one of the. The monks that teach him how to strange? I don't he remember. He was. He yeah, he yes, he was. Yeah. And he was also in The Martian. Let's the Martian. Him. And he was uh most notable he's most known for Twelve Years a Slave. Never saw that one. Which I think he won an Academy Award for. Mm. Um anyway, he reminds Theo about the five grand, right? We're gonna give you five grand if you change your mind, takes this and hands him something. We don't really see what like a note. It's a note. Like with instructions on it, so I'm just a little says, note. No, pin that on the bulletin board at this oh, right, right, train right. Like station, a, and we'll do the rest. On like, yeah, on yeah. like a community board or so whatever. So it's probably some sort of hey, lost book lost. or something, and it's code. Yeah, for well, that's yeah. exactly what it is. It was a yeah. lost dog. And that's, so yeah, that's, that's right. It's a it's a yeah, lost because he brings it back to him at the bar later. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they drop him off, and uh, so we're kind of following this car down this crowded street. It's almost like a street festival or some crazy shit going on. And I see it's like, it's very 1984-esque, the sign, the signage and the, like, uh, stop illegal immigrants. And uh, I don't remember what they all said, but I don't know. There's just uh, very Big Brother watching vibes kind of right. uh, stuff. But we get also the song is In the Court of the Crimson King by uh, King Crimson. And this song, song's fucking great. And I don't know the the mood of the song with this imagery of the car and the fucking craziness in the street is like it's just such a perfect feel for this crazy scene. Um, we at the car yet? All right. This, this is, is after he gets kicked out of the car and they throw the bus fit. Yeah. So right here. But then when we we should be watching a car. This is. Riveting listening. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Song is fucking badass. And just. It looks and like. And you got the West Barrow Baptist Church. <laughs> over Essentially, here. yeah. Uh, they're saying that infertility is God's punishment. Yeah, like this is what happens. Cause this is what happens, we, Larry. Because we didn't believe in God enough. That they took away. I'm so tired of seeing that shit. Every time something happens, like, oh, it's because we don't have God. Oh, it's because we don't hey, have try God. To, hey, bro, try to prove that it wasn't God's fault. Hey, terrible shit happened before Christianity came around. What's your fucking excuse for that? Well, ask them. <laughs> ask them what they thought. That's right. You can't. God. That's proof. That's God. That's God proof right there. God proof. God proof. Oh, uh, that should be a bad name. 
God proved infertility is God's <laughs> punishment. Infertility is God's punishment. Took away the greatest gift he ever gave us. That's right. The Holy Grail. Did you remember? That's what the Da Vinci Code decided the Holy Grail was. It was not the cup from the Last Supper. It was Mary's womb. Really? I never watched that. Not Mother thanks Mary. For, thanks for spoiling not that. Not Mother Mary. Hooker Mary. Hooker Mary. That Jesus knocked up. I thought they were the same thing. Wasn't, isn't, didn't, no, because Mary Mother Mary, Mary, but then, right, but then Mary Magdalene that ran around with him and the disciples that was the prostitute he ran right, around with. Different Marys. Different Marys. See, he kept the names the same. That's right. So just that like way you Batman never and Superna- Superman with the name Martha. You got to keep that, got to keep that name. Yeah. So he ran around with the Mary All and right. knocked her up. She was a proud Mary. And so, that's right. She <laughs> was a proud Mary. Keep on burning. <laughs> And uh, no, that that's that the, was the, the keep on boining, keep on boning, boining, keep on boining. Oh well, yeah. yeah, but that's how you say yeah. boning in the bayou. Oh, keep on boining. <laughs> yeah, because it's you know kind of boing boing boing. Yeah, because uh, da- uh, I'm your sister. Fogarty, <laughs> Fogarty's definitely from the bayou. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's definitely not from Central California, <laughs> Southern the Bay Area. No, he's from the, they're the, like Bay Area, they're from San Irvine, California. Oh, I thought it was like a they're like L.A. Like, that's pretty much L.I. Right. But I thought they were, like, right. basically Frisco. Keep on the boiling. Sissy. The sissy. Roll it. Um, all right. So. All right. 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 So he's, he's, he's in the car. He's in the car that we're following, right? And he gets to this building. He goes right. through security. He has to go through the security of this building that he gets to, right? So he empties his pockets into the tray. And here we get the contents of his pockets. It's a pack of smokes, a lighter, some keys. A thing of mints, a five-pound note, and then lastly, a pint of a plastic pint bottle of cheap scotch, and that's all he carries. Around. I get necessities, I guess. Shit. What are the pills? I thought it was mints. Maybe mints. Yeah. Okay. Because he's got he's smoking and he's drinking. Smoking and drinking, so he's gonna have mints handy. And he's drinking what is that? Bell's. Uh, yeah, which I could not find. I did try to find Bell's scotch, and I don't even know if it's real. It could be something made up just for the movie. Well, screw them. Look at it. it's eight. It's aged eight years. We got an aged twelve year one. We're doing better. Yeah, Bell's. We got Fuck you, Bell's. We got Shavas Regal. They all have this like. Is our pocket scotch we're drinking today? They all have this sort of what do they call that thing? Uh, uh, emblem or a? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The like the shield that sits atop of each family's knight. What do they call that? A family the crest. Fam- crest. There it is. Thank crest. you, Jesus. Woo. Good. I'm glad you found it. Uh, so then he's walking along. We get the statue of David at the end of this hallway, just uh, standing there, all naked, cocking balls out, broken leg, missing a leg. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, a little prosthetic leg on him. Yeah, I got a fake little leg. You guys were almost the cock and balls to my statue of David. All but right. I decided to go to Michael Caine farts instead. Oh. Instead of calling you guys cock and balls. We're children here. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, is pretty cool, though, him having that uh, that statue of David. Yeah. And I think there's some kind of throwaway line about it was damaged in shipping or when they stole it or some shit. I don't know. Um, But then... Crimson King becomes diegetic because it's just playing in the, the house here. Because he, this is him now visiting his cousin, uh, who is Nigel, played by Danny Huston, who we will eventually meet. He plays Stryker when we get to X-Men Origins, the Wolverine thing. He's Stryker that creates Wolverine. Oh, yeah. He plays the young Stryker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because they had a different guy play him in the actual X-Men movies, and then they get him to play him in the he origin also, story. I think he's in Legion, if I'm not mistaken, that X-Men-like uh, show on FX. Oh, I never watched that. I think... Well, maybe I'm maybe I'm tripping. Go ahead. I don't know. Uh, so, he's... They're sitting down eating. 
his son is sitting there and he has like this weird little thing on his hand. It's like a keyboardless typing. Like they're just, it's like a weird glove that has. Yeah, it's probably the, it's probably the cursor little, mouse little control wires on each computer each finger. So like how he moves his fingers, it registers just that he's not actually touching anything. Um, and so he's like controlling his little phone, tablet, whatever device with this. And it's pretty cool. Like they, they, they don't go a lot with futuristic stuff, but this was a cool touch. I think. Yeah. He's doing like a complex Rubik's cube. Is that what he was doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it looked mm-hmm. like. Um, so then uh, Theo here is trying to make up the story and get these. He wants he needs papers, right? And mm-hmm. he's trying to make up a whole thing instead of just because he doesn't know they didn't even tell him. There's just a girl that needs papers. He's making up the whole thing, but I did notice in this. So he's drinking, um, as he has been the whole movie. Um, Nigel yells at Alex to take his pills. Alex needs to take his medicine, but Theo turns down food. Which, if you've been drinking a lot, you're probably hungry. No, you don't. Like when you're when you're in a good drunk, you don't want food. Your stomach's upset. Or if you're a habitual alcoholic, you tend to not eat much. So, oh, really? I uh, I, I want to like stuff my mouth. Well, after like you drink a drink and drink, and then when you're finally done drinking, then yeah, you want greasy, shitty oh, food. I'm done drinking all the time. Um. Well, I then I guess it. you don't got to worry, buddy. Yeah. But like, I get it. Yeah, I remember my bachelor party when I was on stage and all schnockered and my sister's like, yeah, you need to eat something and brought me a slice of pizza. And for me to turn down pizza is a pretty big fucking deal. But I was like, no, I'm not, I don't get to eat. I don't know, when you're, in, when you're in the midst of it, like when you're in the throes of a drunk, you don't want to eat. You just want to keep drinking. Yeah. <laughs> don't bring me down. Whoosh. I'm hungry don't thinking about it. Hush. Hush. There we go, yeah. So anyway, he, he turns down food. Hush. And then Nigel gets up. They're going to walk away from Alex, go have this conversation. Nigel doesn't touch the glass of wine, but Theo makes sure to bring his glass of wine along. I was like, this dude is is a lush. Lush, lush. Need some more pocket scotch now, lush. Lush, lush, lush. So uh, I just thought, and then when they get over to the window, did you catch this? We get Pink Floyd's pig. Oh, yeah, that's right. The the big inflatable pig. So Pink Floyd did actually make a giant pig parade float balloon to uh, advertise and help promote the album Animals. And I think that's, uh, this is probably not the same one, obviously, but for the movie's sake, it is supposed to be the prop pig from Pink Floyd's Animals. Interesting. And it's even flying up there next to like a, a smokestack. Yeah. Uh, which is what the cover of the album Animals is. So they're like recreating the album cover nice. behind them even. Which is pretty awesome because that album also fucking rules. So there's is that, that debatable. No, oh. that is not debatable. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, if you if you haven't seen the Pink Floyd uh, album, it's four smokestacks in this dystopian and, looking thing uh, and a pig flying flying along yeah, between the first and second uh, column. There, that's uh, so very that's interesting. What they were, what they're hinting at, because there's only one like smokestack, right? but definitely like doffin some cap at so, it. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you look at this imagery right here, you see, oh, it's got, like the panes and the the window panes the are window like the two. Panes can be the four. There's one, two, three, four all together. Modernism the thrown in there. there. Oh, there it is. Yeah, modernization of the Pink Floyd. Maybe this one's supposed to be the fourth, and it's between the first. This and is 2027. I think that album was 77. Mm. Maybe so. I think it's like a 50 year coincidence. Nah. I don't know when that album came out, but that'd be pretty <laughs> awesome if it was 50 years. Um, Manny, tweet at us. Yeah, Manny, figure it out. Hashtag, what was it? I already forgot. 
consistent key. Consistent key. There it is. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Pink Floyd album. And anyway, so Nigel's like, all right, I'll see what I can do. Okay. So now we're we're at this bar and Shuatel comes in. Well, Luke, his character's Luke, uh, gives him info on this girl. This is so sadly due to the papers he could get, Theo has to be the escort. He's like, I could only get joint travel papers. Yeah. Somebody have, or he's like, I'll have to go with her. And that's when he's like, are you, will you? And he's like, for more money. A couple thousand more, I will. Yeah. <laughs> also more money. So it's funny because he has a beer and, and Luke comes up with two more beers, one for each of them. They have the conversation about more money and he's like, okay. And it sets the next two beers by him. So now fucking Clive Owen's sitting there with three beers and Luke takes off. Yeah. I noticed that and I'm like, that wouldn't even be allowed in any bar ever. But no. I mean, it's the end of the world, so well, end of shit. the world and Britain. I'm and sure Britain. they. I'm sure that they don't have the, here. No, you can't. Like you can't even some bars. You can't even have like a beer and a shot. Do they really like their beers uh, served cold? Uh, not cold. Like you know how that was Depends always a thing on the, on the country and the type of beer. Like I know Newcastle is, says it's served cool, not cold. Yeah, and and Guinness is supposed to Guinness is supposed to be a super specific temperature down to a decimal point even. Like yeah. it can't just be thirty seven degrees. Like it needs to be thirty seven point two or fucking some stupid that shit. Point that point two. Yeah, it really that makes the difference. Makes in the, the taste difference. That's of, right. right but like Germans are notorious for warm beer. Yeah, but. I don't know. I worked at a British pub, which is also cool because they have the Imperial pint glasses, which we also had at the at the Celtic Star. Made me a bit nostalgic there. Um, all of our beer was always super cold, and we we had we had real British bartenders, and they real, real yeah. ones from Britain themselves. They Some were real English birds. Yeah, and they seemed to uh, enjoy cold beer. They didn't seem to have a problem with cold. So. What? I guess it depends. Depends on the type of beer. It does I'm sure like heavier stout. And stuff probably warm, lighter beers cold. I would imagine. Would be my guess. So uh, yeah. now, now they're at a dog race. Of course, he's drinking again. Uh, he does win. Dog, you know, that races are just exciting in general, man. Uh, you ever go to horse racing? I've done horse Santa races. Anita. Yeah, that's exactly that's where what I went. Talking about man, it's it's fun times. Gambling, you know, and, and it drinking. Doesn't, it doesn't cost much. You can cheap you, beer. Throw down a. Like even one or two bucks just just for the sake of having something to, and having a horse to root for, or whatever. Like it, it's not. It doesn't have to be expensive just nope. for the fun of it. Now, if you're there to make a whole lot of money, well, that's different. Hell but, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good time. Great, great time. Great time. Great time. Yeah, I went there two or three times. I remember. It's great but, time. Yeah, Tony the Tiger loves it. Great time. Okay, that got weird. So he uh, he does win something, and he like cashes out his ticket, but then he catches a double decker bus. Makes me think. Well, that- what happens is that the the lady with the dog is like, "You lost your dog," and that's the I guess that's the the sign or whatever. And he goes, "No, I'll meet you outside or whatever." And then and then uh, he has to run to catch the bus because she's about to get on the bus. She gets on the bus, and he's like. And it makes me think of a day in the life. I made the bus in seconds flat. Found the way upstairs and had a smoke. Talk to Julianne. Talk to Julianne Moore and had a stroke. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, he does talk to Julianne Moore upstairs upstairs of a bus, and uh, she looks. She says it's hard to look at Theo because he had your eyes. He had your eyes. And you're like, oh, they lost a son. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. 
Uh, so now they get off the bus. They go like walking through these weird tunnels, and you're like, "Where the fuck is she leading them?" They end up at a car. They meet this girl named Key, and this older lady, Miriam. That's Miriam's right. obviously watching out for Key. Um, lot. Oh, I just wrote down lots of fun in the car ride. Okay, that's a good <laughs> note. Uh, but there's a story of Theo spiking co- uh, a cop's coffee, cops coffee, fuck with ketamine, which. Tranquilizer. Seems pretty fucking wild. Um, the only thing I know about ketamine was once we were on tour, we were in Stanley, Idaho, which is at an intersection of two highways, and it's essentially a gas station, a tiny grocery store, and a hotel. It's really like it's a spattering of buildings at this intersection. And uh, there was we had this little like cabin they put the band up in, and we were sitting out on the porch drinking after a show one night, and this drunk ass lady came by with her boyfriend and we're just talking about how much she loves anal on special K getting anal on anal on ketamine is the greatest thing ever apparently so then he talking about spiking these cops coffee with ketamine I was like oh and this was in Idaho this was in Idaho she Idaho so then they do this fun trick where is it a ping pong ball they're spitting Uh, back and forth in each other's mouth yeah yeah definitely real yeah definitely there were no editing tricks at all involved in this. Yeah, definitely. Um, so they're just having a great old time and everybody's laughing and spitting things in each other's mouths and talking about ketamine when all of a sudden a fucking burning car crashes in front of them, blocking the road. And then the hordes of crazy Mad Max tile people come running out of the woods and attack the car. Uh, so they start reversing back down. Everybody's screaming and freaking out and bullets are going everywhere. And Julianne Moore gets shot. Molotov cocktail bounces off the hood of the car and there's fire everywhere. And uh, Theo kicks his door open and knocks a motorcycle over, which is a pretty sweet move. Good thinking on his part. Real quick, though. Also, that motorcycle was right in front of them for a bit. The driver could have at least just like just tapped the brakes just right. a little bit and they would have up onto the hood and then just and accelerate. Then and could have. The bike's disabled. One of them's probably dead. Right. But the, the door still kind of did the same it trick. It did the too. same trick, but he could have, yeah, he could have done that. Like a good evasive train, evasively trained driver would have just. Right. He him. was like purely concerned about just driving backwards as fast as possible and get away. It was all he was doing. He yeah. wasn't trying to actually take anybody out or worry about anything. Yeah. Uh, but then this was like all one long shot, like from. From when they're laughing and then the car comes rolling mm-hmm. down the hill and they're like, we can make it, we can make it, oh shit, we can make it. And then it crashes and then the people come out of the trees and then they reverse and then knock over the motorcycle like it's all one long thing. There's a lot of really long shots. There are That's a lot what of she said. Um, <laughs> what, and I appreciate that in, in this movie. It takes a lot of planning to set that up, you know? Yeah. So they get, then they get stopped by the cops because as they're driving backwards, they do finally come across some emergency vehicles heading towards the scene. And one of those cop cars breaks from the pack and comes down after them. So they're out talking to him and he shoots them both and gets back in the car. I do like a sort of a makeshift funeral for Julian here, right? He walks off and he's sadly drinking against the tree and crying. Finally breaks down and cries. Finally cries a bit. Finally shows some emotion. Um, They get to this farm. It's supposed to be a safe place, right? He gets to change of clothes, cleans himself up a bit. Uh, Key needs to see him. So he goes out to the garage and uh, she has this whole weird thing about dairy farms that cut the tits off of cows. Yeah. Which makes no sense, because then how do you milk them? Well, no, she says they cut them down to only four, because that's the machine that they have. 
She goes, why not make them? Why not make more for the titties or something? Oh yeah, She's make like, more, make more suckers that. on the machine. I just was like, why are they cutting the tits off of cows, man? Why um, not suck? She goes, why not make machines that suck eight titties? Ah, uh, I was too busy taking the note, I guess. But we do get a great line, maybe the best in the movie. Is that what you wanted to talk about? Cows and titties. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but this is where we find out she's pregnant. She disrobes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, only boobs of the movie. That's right. Hanging above a pregnancy stomach. So there you go. Very non-sexual there. Great. I preg- mean, some people. That's Great pregnant titties. Pre- pregnant titties. Yeah. Couldn't. This is the movie Julianne Moore decides to not get naked. Thanks. <laughs> Look, well, I'll take titties where I get them. Okay. Yeah. Well, not Theo though. Cause he's like, uh-uh, can't have none of, none of this stuff. Like, you know, um, I mean, I sort of like, I sort of was calling that. As soon as she like started taking it off, I was like, oh yeah, she's not going to try to fuck him. Because that's what she he thought. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. This is, I don't need to see your tits for this or anything. Yeah, yeah. And then boom. Hey, well, like, as soon as I, uh, as soon as she started on drum, like she's going to show her belly. Pregnant, pregnant. Here comes the belly. Here comes the belly. And there it is. But here's a bit of a continuity error. Because at first she has her right hand down over, over her rug and her left arms across the chest. And then it switches. And then it cuts as people come rushing into the barn. When you see her again, yeah, her arms are switched. There it is. So now uh, we see the news and they're spinning it that uh, the police took out Julian. And uh, yeah, like they were involved in the whole thing instead of trying to escape from it. And that's why the cops died. But they took out Julian in the process and fucking fake news, man. Fucking fake news. Fake news, man. It's the news, man. This affects all of us, man. So now everybody on the farm's arguing what to do with Key and the baby, right? And they keep talking about Fugees, which is the slang term for refugees. Oh, Fugees. They I keep talking it. about Fugees. Yeah, not Lauren Hill and uh, who's the other Fuji guy? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. God Wyclef. 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 There it is. I almost said Will I Am, but he was a black eyed P. Yeah. Um, so they're like. Wasn't the- he the only black guy in that? No. Oh, okay. It was the two, and then she was the only woman in the band, though. Yeah, I know that. Um, but so there was like, there's no way that the government's going to accept that the first birth in 18 years is from a Fuji. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, you can't just be like, hey, humanity's back on track. We can't care about that, huh? Um, so they they're going to leave the decision to Key. Like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, Theo, you decide what to do. And he doesn't. He doesn't want anything to do with that. Well, is- remember when when Theo first met Key in the car, she was very just abrasive and rude. What are you looking at kind of yeah. thing? I think between then and like now this scene, Julianne, well, no, I guess because she died in the car. Yeah. I, then never mind. I was going to say she had some sort of talk with her and says, hey, like, trust him. I I know him. We go away. I mean, she probably is like, hey, we've been I guess married. between the scene. Because that- she mentions Dylan. She's like, I want it. spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Um. So I think there was some sort of conversation there that changed that led her around, and uh, Jillian was like, "Hey, no matter what, like trust him. Yeah, don't trust anybody else, kind of thing." So she, yeah, because she definitely has warmed up to him now. Mm-hmm. I mean, she exposed herself to him in the barn while yeah. talking about cow titties. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's as close as you can get with somebody. Yeah, I mean, right I, I would I would count that. Yeah, I'd count that. So she decides she's going to stay and have the baby at the farm. So now they don't need those papers, I guess, if she's not going to try to go anywhere. 
I mean, she'd still need them because they do. They're like, once you have the baby, and when it's safe, we'll go. Oh, so, yeah, but, but is there they a, might. I'm sure is there they're a probably date on the papers, and they'll. <laughs> they they didn't lose. Yeah, so she's just like, I'm gonna stay here, and they're like, all right, cool. But then one guy ran. What comes up at the farm? He's freaking out and like. White dreads, uh, Luke, Luke, I think white dreads, yeah. And Luke takes him into this room. So Theo like sneaks around and is eavesdropping from outside the window. And we find out that Luke had Julian killed. Mm-hmm. He was behind the whole thing, which is probably why he was not doing any sort of evasive things and trying to run over motorcycles because he was behind all of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. This so, is the twist. You're like, oh, fuck. oh, what the fuck, man? So now they're like, we got to get out of here. He gets key and Miriam and, uh, I like he he like gets under the hoods and takes out the distributor cap of the cars and uh-huh. shit. Takes the keys for the other one. Yeah, and then they get in the third, and uh, it won't start, so he has to push it and like coast down the hill. Uh, and you of can't course, just rip out distributor caps. By no, well, I can't. think technically it was probably the battery. Uh, it uh, looked like cable. it had multiple connectors on it, though. It looked like I guarantee you, you can't go to like uh, even a. You can take it off. Of these the cars weren't plugs. made in, in any past, yeah. right? So they're future cars. So. Even like new cars, think about new cars today. You can't go into a new car and just no, fucking grab no. anything these, these, you can I mean, and start pulling it out. fairly older cars, but even then, like the the part of it that sucks on top of the fucking uh, spark plugs, you can that's made to just pull off. But the other end is attached to the engine. Like you're going to need a tool at least to remove that. You're not just like yoink. You're not just reaching in and grabbing it, but. Uh, it was at least a detail of him, like trying to make sure they couldn't be followed. Stall him out as but long then as he, he can. the car he chose to take, doesn't start, and that sucks. So they're like, and it's probably the slowest of all. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like being chased as he's trying to push the car down the hill. Well, the two guards standing in front, it's like there's no way they didn't at all hear the the door closing, no matter how yeah, how, yeah. Like, softly point, they did it. Like one even reaches into a car as he's like inside the car taking keys out uh-huh. and just grabs a pack of smokes and doesn't happen to look in and see Clive Owen right there. Well, then he's got his buddy standing there that within like, dude, uh, yeah, not even it, it's closer to para- still in his away. peripherals. Yeah, you got to check out your peripherals. What do you see? Uh, I see a ficus in uh, uh no, no, <laughs> your peripherals. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at you, but I'm looking over there. Well, yeah, right. That's peripherals, forty-year-old right. virgin. We're gonna drain going your balls. All the way back to episode one. You're gonna, we're gonna drain you with all them hood rats. That's right. You, from now on, your dick is my dick. <laughs> um, so anyway, they're, they're doing the worst sneaky getaway ever. It's terrible. Uh, it's sort of like a get the car moving and then pop the clutch to start it sort of maneuver. But raise your hand if you ever had to do that. Uh, I have luckily <laughs> never had to do that. Uh, uh, well, the only or, car, or only vehicle I've had that was manual transmission was my scooter, and I've done, I have jump started before. Yeah, to do yeah. it that way. Uh, but like when they get down to the end of the driveway and they're trying to turn, like he has to push us, and now Miriam has to be behind the wheel to try to get it to start. And uh, yeah, does it too soon? He's like, no, you gotta no, go no, faster! No, goddamn it! And so they, I mean, they catch up to him, but they do eventually get away, and end up like starting the car and getting away. So they get to Jasper's, right? And uh, we see Jasper sitting in a chair. A plate of food's dropped on the floor. We're like, oh, fuck. Jasper's dead. Oh, yes. No. Well, no, what you no see, he's just really he's fucking just high. Out. Well, he's no, just what you see high. is something that you saw on the double decker bus. Um, there was an ad for it was a blue ad for the, this thing called Quiet Something or another. I'm about to look it up. But yeah, it's on the floor here. So you think he has like some like sleep meds or some kind of? He looks at it. Just tripping on Ambien. 
Nice. Well, then Michael Caine does say something about uh, what it is because it's like a rat poison or something or other. He was like, it went, they went quite peacefully. They went <laughs> what, quite nope. peacefully. Mr. Wayne. Quite peacefully, Mr. Wayne. Um, Mr. Mr. So anyway, Wayne. He's, he does wake up. Yes. Yes. I, I, I miss it. Bit of bread to poison the rats. Stop bullshit, what they say. They pass away quite peacefully. Yeah. So he saw that and thought he killed himself, but no, that was for the rats. I'm just high and sleeping is all that is. Yeah. So he makes like a huge meal, right? And uh, they're planning out their thing. And uh, Theo tries to steal some shoes. The only thing he can find that fit are flip-flops, so that doesn't bode well. <laughs> uh, I love he's talking to Key, and he's like, so who's the father? And she goes, uh, I'm a virgin. <laughs> She's like, he's like, what? No, I'm fucking with you. I don't know who he was. That'd be cool, though. <laughs> Just like that one book, right? Um, what did you say? I don't know that fucker's name. I don't know. Something. So they all, they all look the same to me. Yeah, she was obviously a child sex slave. Yeah. Oh, up. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so now Jasper has a great plan of getting arrested. You got to get arrested. Get arrested. Because I got this prison guard, Sid, who'll help you. We're going to break into prison, and that's how we'll get you across the borders here. That's how we'll get you out. So now as Jasper's doing stuff, he's feeding his wife. That we cuts away, and we see Theo refilling his pocket scotch with Jasper's booze. Just yep. looking around, okay, refilling his little bottle there. Got to get that in. So now he's telling a story. Jasper's talking about Theo and Julia and how they had their son Dylan that died. All about like uh, faith and uh, luck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's you know kind of uh, supposed to be at least kind of an uplifting yeah thing. Except the kid dies. So that's not very very uh, uplifting at all. So uh, they get woken up by this alarm, right? Like they all try to sleep a bit. We'll get woken up. Jasper's house looks like that room from Lockstock. Remember, did you ever see Lockstock Two Smoking Barrels? Where they got the grow room that's just like fucking wall to wall weed plants. Uh, I don't remember. Don't remember that? That's, that's most of Jasper's place is just weed plants fucking everywhere. Um, so they are getting invaded. That was the alarm. They're being invaded. Like his perimeter alarm goes off. So he sends them out a back way down this back road nobody knows about, right? And he's going to stay behind to throw off the attackers. Um, he's like, I I've send them the wrong way. I've taught my way I'll wuss spots than this. That's a terrible impression. But, and he's like, remember, you got to tell City he's a fascist pig. Tell him he's a fascist pig. Like, he repeats that often. It's like, okay, I fucking get it. Um, so now he goes inside. And he's just sitting there feeding his wife. We listen to Ruby Tuesday by Rolling Stones. It makes it all very sad. Ruby Tuesday. Yes, that one. So Theo doesn't follow the instructions. He stops to look down. Right? He doesn't just make his getaway. And he's watching, and Jasper comes out, and he's like, no, Theo Theo hasn't been here. But White Dreads comes out and is like, oh, yep, they definitely were here. Here's the, the dog flyer or something. Something. And then it's like, oh, yeah, they were definitely here. So now he does the full pull my finger, and they shoot him in the hand. Yeah. And then in the gut. And then he's, like, on the ground in pain, and he goes again. He's like, no, pull my finger. And then, then fucking headshot. He says, fuck you. They fucking take him out. So and Theo wasted all that time. He could have, you know, gotten away. Yeah, it could have been long gone by now, but he needed to see it happen. So now we get to this, uh, like, an abandoned school. 
Like at an elementary school yeah, or something? Yeah, well, that's where he told them to go to meet to Sid. To meet Sid. Like, hey, there's the school, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. yeah, so uh, there's a deer running around randomly. <laughs> it's kind of cool. And Key's on the swing set out back, and Miriam's telling her story, because we give a flying fuck who Miriam is or what she does. Uh, she was a nurse, and everybody was having miscarriages. So that was like the start of I, this whole thing. I ringed my sister. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I, I do like the line, though. She says, as the sound of the playgrounds faded. Despair set in. Yeah. Like, Ooh. That was a good line. It's kind of poetic there. Um, yeah. Imagine a world without children's voices. Well, and then, yeah, once the schools became abandoned, it really brings it home. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> there's ah. no more kids. Like, this is it. It is crazy. Just think of it. I and mean, it's an easy concept to imagine. That's why they didn't have to like spend a bunch of time True, in but, like, telling you, you about think it. Think about, oh, we're not having kids anymore. Oh, shit, human rights. But you don't think about the smaller details like right. that, the more realistic details. like At least not within the first 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah. When there aren't newer kids coming up. When kindergarten, and, kindergarten shuts down and then it's yeah. the, ne- the next grade after that. It's like, oh, fuck. This is, you can just watch the end of humanity approaching mm-hmm. year by year. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just like, God damn, it's heavy. Uh, so they hear a siren. Theo goes out. He's like, I'm looking for Sid. Uh, you're a fascist pig. So then he pretends he's going to beat him with a nightstick, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part, too. You're a fascist pig. I'm going to fast forward 10 here. What did you say? I was told to tell you you're a fascist pig. Say it again. No, don't, please. Say it again. Say it! Say it! You're a fascist pig. Yeah. <laughs> and starts laughing. What if Sid took that day off? What if he got yeah. in sick that day? <laughs> well, I'm sure Sid would ask the exact same question without changing any words. What if Sid didn't come to work today? Oh, yeah, because Sid talks about himself in the third person. Well, Sid talks to Sid's <laughs> self and Sid person. And Sid person. Um... But that was kind of funny. He's like fucking with him because, oh boy, Sid, he's a joker, isn't he? Oh, oh he's yeah, funny. he is. Um, so then he gives him like quick instructions, does shit, but then like he has to put on cop faces. He puts him on the bus because he's got these fugies. Um, fugies. So they won't be able to. Oh, yeah, they can't talk to the. the... <laughs> <laughs> one time, one time. <laughs> well, yeah, only one time. They did shoot him in the hand. Strumming my the pain in my finger, <laughs> pulling the pain in my finger. <laughs> um, but they can't they can't talk to anybody now because their only contact was Julian, who's been murdered by the people that we thought were her team. But they obviously were out to take her out. So now, like the the whole team that was putting this in motion is is bad. So we can't we got nobody. They've got no contact to the human project at all. She was their mirror. Yeah, so they do get to a refugee camp, and the water breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the bus. On the bus, they, yeah. yeah, while they're still on the bus. Miriam is taken off. Like, they try to talk to Key, but Miriam causes a distraction, so yeah. they remove her. Well, this whole scene where praying. they where they go into the facility, and they're like, there's, like, people lined up on their knees, uh, pe- like, people in single cages with just giant lights on them. Like, it's a complete disregard for human for, life right now. For any humanity. They were lining yeah, they're, up dead bodies. There's they're, no humanity in They're like people. just animals. Yeah. Essentially. And so if anyone pisses them off on the bus, they're pulling them off and leaving them at this stop here. Yeah. Which is what happens to, to good old Miriam. Miriam. 
And so Theo and Key are led into a Q, which only the British would spell Q with Q U E U E. We got to make a five letter word out of the letter Q. Q yeah. Q E E E E E E E E E. But the, it does say Homeland Security above the door. Mm-hmm. So we did. They mentioned that earlier. So they're taken into this room, and uh, he lays his coat down so she can lay on the coat and proceed with the birthing. The birthing. I'm just gonna the wash birthing. my hands real quick. Yeah, uh, it's another long shot, mm-hmm. another continuous shot. But the birth happens, and he has a little baby in his hands, and it's like seems dead for a while. So kind of a lifeless thing. Yeah, you're like, and you're like, oh man, all of this for you gotta smack it. And then and then it starts crying. Yeah, and he's like, oh, see, that wasn't so bad. She goes for you, <laughs> which is pretty funny. So Sid comes in the next morning, and you know, she's trying to hide the baby under a blanket, but he finds. He's like, oh Jesus Christ. Funny, because she made the joke about being a virgin, that's, that's right. pregnant virgin earlier. Yeah. So we got a um, baby. We got a baby. And now we need a rowboat. A rowboat. Now, now they need a rowboat. And yeah, yeah. America, which I thought her name was uh, pretty, pretty. Um, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but her name was uh, like. Oh, the the foreign lady at the yeah, like her hand? name is America, America. Oh, like the, the, yeah, but it's mm. pronounced America, like America. Maybe, like maybe this was like she helps out a lot for these people and like oh, tries, she to bring to fr- tries to bring them to freedom. At. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe I thought too much, too much into America. it because <laughs> they're not they're not in America. No, so. they're, they're not. But they, America helps free them. Maybe is that what we're, a, that what a America for? does literally a, help free them. A America, a, America. Uh, so Sid's taking them down the stairs, right? And America. And there's a, she's a whole rev- revolt going on. Oh, yeah. Like, like, he was like, how are y'all sleep through the revolt or something? Like, well, we just went through some shit, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so, like, Sid pushes the lady down. She pushes him back. And they're kind of, and that gives Theo the chance to attack. Like, he kind of fights on Sid a bit and thinks he gets all the bullets out of the gun. Yeah. Like, well, I wouldn't causes say that him he to thought, start shooting. yeah, he shot three or four. Um, so America then she, comes in she there. She comes in with this big log. Like yeah, a fireplace something. log or something takes him out. So they go out this back door. And again, all super long shot. Uh, Sid's firing again as they shut the door. He tries to come out of the door and he fucking crushes his head with a car battery. That was yeah. pretty gnarly. Um, you know, I thought, yeah, that would probably knock him out or whatever. It probably might have killed him. But I think like, it killed him. I feel like uh, uh, you like car battery? To no. the head? Yeah. You're, you're, dead. you're dead. I mean, he goes down, but I would have, I was like, come on, just one more double tap. Just, you got to give it to him. <laughs> just you got to give him the double Hold tap. it up and just drop it back down on his head. Yeah. Because yeah. he does get shot in this, and uh, mm-hmm. he doesn't yeah. make any sort of uh, reference to it until the very until end. Until the very end, yeah. So now he's like, we need a fucking boat. We need a fucking boat. And he has to draw a picture on a wall because she, she doesn't, doesn't understand. And she doesn't get it until he does the waves. Yeah. Then she goes, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Then she says, rowboat. And she's, he's like, yeah, rowboat. You yeah, fucking- mother of God, are you serious? I said boat and that didn't do it, but rowboat you get. Okay. You're, it was gr- more than half the word. Your grasp of the English language is infuriatingly inconsistent. <laughs> no, I don't speak Spanish. I only know that and the yeah, sentence following the, the, it. The one explaining <laughs> this. It. Yeah. Uh, so they do find refuge and uh, America's feeding the baby orange slices. Yeah. Uh, well, there's I an old lady. I thought she was feeding her orange slices. She's feeding Keith. I mean, there's no way you're feeding a new No, I wouldn't baby think so. I, but I have the note she feeds the baby. Well, no, like, she yeah, got to fight off scurvy. America Scurvy's takes, made a comeback. That's, that's right. America takes her to some people that also speak the same language America does, I guess. And it's like yeah, an old some lady. Her people. You know, given... Giving the baby orange slices. One of the and old, old ladies. Yeah, see, they're giving the baby orange slices. They love yeah. my baby. 
So anyway, you get a slight ray of sunshine, a slight bit of hope when they say they found a boat. Just wait an hour and then we go. She also wants to name her baby Bazooka. Yeah, there's a, I have joke in quotes about naming the baby Bazooka. <laughs> and he's like, that's a fucking terrible name. I was getting used to Frowly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Froz. Yeah, Froly. Froly. Froly was going to be one. So they get their way to the boat, right? Or they're making their way to the boat and the streets are just fucking chaos. It is chaos. It's like the revolution is happening. Firefighting and everything going on. Firefighting is in gunfire fights, not, you know, hoses. Yeah. Um, so bombed out vehicles. And yeah, there's a bunch of firemen with uh, f- yeah, hoses out there right now. Just hoses everywhere. <laughs> just spraying their hoses. Um, so they get they get stopped by some people, and and Luke comes back, and you're like, oh, that's not fucking good. Uh, oh shit! Good. But he's like, don't don't kill them, don't kill them. So he gets Key and the baby, but they leave Theo. So now it's like, God damn it. We had the boat. Now he's got to go fucking get the girl and the baby back, right? So more shootout. Well, yeah, so. It's the white dreads are is holding him with the gun. He shoots one of the other guys. Uh, and, well, and but then like he gets distracted. Other people come in and yeah, he turns the fire like, at them. And Luke was like, "Okay, we're, we're uh, as soon as we turn around this corner, fucking get them." Yeah, and yeah, all hell breaks loose. We have the opponents of that that resistance team, and they're going after him hard. So he Theo's able to try to follow Luke, right? And I do like that we get someone gets shot and blood spatters on the camera. That is a, such a cool yeah. shot. And they keep it, and that just helps it was prove there that, for a while. Yeah. that it was one shot, right? And that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then once it gets back to another tracking shot, you can see that it's gone. It's gone. But it was there for a while. And Quite There's a, while. a lot of those in this movie, and I, I yeah. appreciate that. So uh, they go into this building. Don't you appreciate about it? Yeah. All bombed out, more <laughs> ear ringing noises because mm-hmm. of all the explosion stuff. He does find Key and the baby, and Luke is trying to talk to them. Julian was wrong. We can't do this peacefully. Uh, just like I don't know, that's so many things where you, oh, they're peaceful, and that's their weakness, and we got to fight our way out, and blah, 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 blah. And he, but he points a gun at them, he's like, We need the babies. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> crazy motherfucker. But he gets blown the fuck up. Well, he goes, He's, he's going to, he, uh, he's like our only hope or something. He goes, He's a she. This is a... Oh, yeah. The, and then he goes, oh, my God. I had a sister. And then gets distracted again. And they're like, we're out of here. And he's like, no! <laughs> yeah, but he, like, they, what, a fucking rocket or something is oh, building. Yeah. Luke gets blown up, but they jump out into a hallway, right? Baby's crying, obviously, because of explosions and shit. So now everybody stops. I mean, I'd be crying. Well, yeah, even, right? well you know, uh, even, what's his name? He goes, how's the baby? And she's like, Annoyed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now everybody hears the baby crying and they just stop. And so they're like making their way down the hallway and down the stairs and everybody's just like letting them pass, just staring in disbelief. Holy fuck, a baby. 18 years. Yeah. Like what the shit? And they it get got out- everybody to like change and yeah. humanity started again. It almost seems like it. Like they get all the way outside and everybody's they're just able to stop. walk like, past. Yeah. All the fighting has stopped and everybody's just like, what? What? This is amazing. And then all of a sudden a rocket comes flying out of nowhere and explodes and it all picks back up. Just like a family guy gag or something. We said ceasefire. Yeah. Yeah. So it just all breaks loose. But they they make their way out. So America comes back and gets them into like a Ninja Turtle sewer. Yep. And they're down in the Ninja Turtle sewer and puts them in a fucking rowboat finally. That's old New York, I think. And this looks very (laughs) much like... As she sells away, I'd say these two uh, rowboat away. They rowboat away. You see Merica with the dog, and it just looks like the entrance of Pirates of the Caribbean, and especially that little part where the dog's got the key in his mouth. That's what exactly what it looks like. 
I never so, took that ride. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, maybe those that have watched or, I mean, not watched, gone on, the, gone ride, on the ride. You guys would get what I'm talking about here. I definitely don't know. But they get out in the water and they get to the buoy that they're supposed to get to. The buoy. The buoy. The buoy. The buoy. And then it's, what a day. <laughs> like, pretty line. So, so what do we do now? Airstrike hits the town, right? Well, they the hear the jets fly town's over. town's decimated, yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh my God, you're bleeding. Or she thinks she's bleeding at yeah, first, but it's no stop by. She's like, "God damn it, I'm bleeding again." Yeah, and but it, no, but it's Theo who. It, I mean, it must have happened at some point during the many explosions no, and gunfights yeah. and things that have been going on. But he never says anything. He his his still concern is still her and the baby. I mean, he probably didn't even know until then. he might not you have think noticed. About just the adrenaline just been and nonstop action until that point on the boat. Yeah, it's been absolutely insane. So then she says she's going to name the baby Dylan after his son, mm-hmm. and he smiles and yeah, like and goes away and like, drops his it. head and dies. That was and like, now, dude. Yeah. That part was so like, uh, I don't know about moving, but it was really powerful. Well, yeah, was. You, it, you know, he was on, it's like, Oh fuck, he's going to die. And then she tells him that, and you see that he heard it. He comprehended it. He reacted. You see the, the, smile, the smile and then, and then, then he dies. It. Well, look, I mean, he, it's a cop out move for one, because he didn't know. No one knows about the human project. Right. No. They don't even know if it's a real thing. And he's yeah. got doubt, his own doubts, but like he's trying to do the only thing that he can do. If it is for real, he all he has to do is get this person to this buoy and his job is That's done. Right. And uh, she totally confirms that the job is done by saying, I'm going to name this after your kid that died. Like you all, did yeah. you did what you needed to do and, and you're like, good. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. And, yeah. he, and then, and then he, he dies with a smile on his face though. And then the boat. And, the then, boat. All, and then like that, like he was just yeah. that. Well, and it kind of like they would have been able to save him if he was that close to death well, it anyway. Made but. Me things like maybe he's just passed out, and I mean, sure, surely they've got some sort of medical staff on the boat. You would think, possibly some but, of that twenty twenty seven medicine. Nope. But who cares? No. Because all they all they really had to do is tell us that that the boat actually exists, yep. and yep. they came back, and that's all you get to know. That's the story. And then what was and the then, boat's name? I didn't uh, tomorrow. See, tomorrow, the boat was named. I didn't even see that. Wow. They talk about up, the boat call, being called tomorrow. The boat. sun will be on tomorrow. tomorrow. That's right. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow by the buoy is just a day. Um. So anyway, that's it. Yeah, the boat pulls up. That's, that's the last it. thing you see. Then the title card. The title card finally at the end, and that's yeah. that's the movie. That is that's a- the end of it. So let's uh, let's talk it out. Whoa, man. Well. This is a good, a, a really good movie. Uh, probably the best movie we've had in the rewatch. Uh, wow. I really, I really was just enthralled the whole time with the movie. It was a really good concept. Um, it didn't, didn't bombard you with why we're yeah. in this world. Yeah, yeah. Let's just per- like if you're good enough, then you can suspend your disbelief and portray that this world doesn't have women with fer- fertility is just not happening. You get it. So. And then the whole, uh, it turns people against themselves and uh, people lose their humanity. But then the second they see that baby after nearly 20 years, everyone drops like everything. They're like, holy mm-hmm. fuck. They're, they're going down to their knees. They're doing the, the, the sign cr- of the cross. Sign yeah. of the cross. It's, it's incredible. what. And, and Clive from the beginning says, we should make it public. Yeah. We should have just made this public. And yeah, they should have. I give this a very strong rewatch. All right. Very strong rewatch. Very strong rewatch. All right. Brandonius. Um, yeah, I I love the idea of like dystopian movies, books. I just love that idea. Mm-hmm. Like it's so 
I don't know, soothing to me, sort of. Just, <laughs> hey, what's what's the craziest shit that you think can happen in the next 20 years, 50 years, whatever? Like, right. I, lo- I love that stuff. Uh, the concept, really, really great. Um, the the way it was shot, the way it was filmed, the really long scenes. I really enjoy that, yeah, because, like, the planning that it takes to get all that done and probably, I mean, they had to do probably several takes, though, just to right. get all, oh, shit, you were early. We got to start all over, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I really, I really appreciate that. It's a good movie. However, rewatchable, is it, are we grading it on if if it's on and I'll watch it? Or if I will set out... It's up to you, man. We've all had different levels of rewatchability, I guess. Yeah, like, it's... I mean, it was good. I, I, I would say, say no. rewatchability is if you like this enough that you uh, would... It would be a pleasure to rewatch it again. Okay. If... Yeah, I, that seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, by that standard, I would. I was thinking more along, like, if I would... Hey, I'm not doing anything today. Let me watch specifically this movie. Um, oh, right. It's not something you're just going to, like... It's not very happy, so you wouldn't just like put it on in an afternoon because you got some time to kill. But if I happened to cross it, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely would, definitely would. All right, uh, for me, yeah, I think it's again. I totally was expecting a t- completely different movie when I got this, uh, and pleasantly surprised. Uh, it's it's a heavy concept or very high concept, I guess. But they don't beat you over the head with it. They don't waste a lot of time like explaining everything. Uh, so that you don't get bogged down with a bunch of exposition. And by doing that, like his worked, the exposition has worked in enough with good action scenes. It moves along fast, but it doesn't ever really overwhelm. I feel it's paced really well and it's explained really well. And it's just, it's with, without being explained, like we talked about, like they never say why or anything. Uh, just really, really all around well done. So definitely, straight up, definitely. just straight up to- storytelling without any bullshit. Yeah. I like that. And it's very, very well done. Uh, Great. You can tell a whole lot of thought was put into every aspect of this movie. So definitely I was taken, highly rewatchable. I was taken in like from the very beginning when that explosion went off and the ring just kept going. Yeah. I thought that was just such a cool like, part of it. Damn, man. It was a really cool uh, movie. All right, Alfonso. Well done. Good job, dude. Uh, all right. So that does it this week. It's all around rewatchable. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Rewatch underscore the email us if you want to be our employee, the rewatch party at gmail.com. Uh, join us next week when we have a home movie style superhero adventure with Chronicle. Until then, I'm Nick with Lois and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. this on camera. I don't want to do it. Dude, I don't want to do it. Okay, are you ready? Okay, Come on, do it. Give me a countdown. I will, okay. I promise. Ah! <laughs> are we rolling? I'm going to get the gum. Pull it right out of his mouth. I got this one. Sweet, sweet. She's <laughs> <laughs> just, just looking at it. This is my theory, though, is that it's like a muscle. Watch this. Dude, holy crap. <laughs>
That's why I think we're getting stronger, you know? She thinks it's so much. No yes, it was the black guy this time. Because <laughs> we're working it out. There's nothing stopping us. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, that's just that can help. Is this guy's problem? Why did you do that? What the hell is wrong with? Was it an accident, Andrew? Andrew? I'm worried about Andrew. Listen to me. We can't screw Wait, around with this. It's too this dangerous. Andrew, it's what, not what a game. Andrew! Stop this right now! <laughs> Making that sound, what is that? Please. All right, dude, we're going inside. Steve, wait up. Matt, look at this. Holy.